Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 176. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yes, yes. Hello, hello. And the off-road, Andy. Hi. Oh, wow. Very enthusiastic there. It's a different tone every week with Andy. You never know yeah. what you're going to get. He's a box of chocolates over there. But yeah, this is our sports pod. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Also check out our entertainment pod, but uh, we do have some sports news to get to today. Um, seems like every week we start out not having sports podcasts, and then we're like, well, might as well do one. Um, so should we just jump right in and talk about MLB? Yeah. So it was announced today that, uh, actually not even that long ago, you know, from when we're recording this within a couple hours, that the MLB and MLBPA agreed to terms to begin a 2020 MLB season, MLB players will be reporting to camp starting July 1st, and they will do a 60-game season. So from what I've been told in the past is that they'll do a two-week training camp and spring training again or whatever. Uh, it says July 24th is when the okay, actual so regular season will maybe start. About, maybe about three weeks then and then get it going, or about two weeks and then maybe ease into it or so. I don't know, but uh, big news, though. I mean, I said, I think it was two weeks ago I said on the podcast that if you were to give me $10,000 and have me say, put it on yes or no for the season to start, I said I would probably put it on no, and it's a good thing I didn't do that bet because it looks like I would have lost. Because it yeah. does look like there will be a season. 60 games is very minimal. It's uh, more than 100 less than a normal season. But uh, I guess when you think about it, baseball and, uh, and I'm sorry, hockey and foot and uh, basketball are 80 game seasons pretty much, 81, 82, whatever. But uh, what what I find interesting though, Andy, here is, uh, is it going to be, are, are we going to see three, four game series then? Or is it going to be like a one game series or two game series like not one game but i mean like just two game series type stuff or uh i don't know what the schedule looks like but i believe the plan was actually to play most of your games in division okay so i would imagine it's going to be the same thing like so the yankees, home stands the yankees and, are gonna go 60 and 0 oh, no. no i'm kidding actually i forgot about the Rays. how you're forgetting about vlad jr come on yeah and bachette jr yeah who won some uh, games uh, for him there's a division out there that i know is really bad that i can't think of maybe it's the dodgers division nl central Maybe AL Central. I don't know. Centrals are usually poorer. That's how it works. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it's 66 days, so they'll have six off days. Are you serious? So yeah. they're going to end this in 66 days, huh? Yeah. Oh, holy moly. Because they also I think they expanded playoffs, and they want to end the playoffs before November. Also, Universal DH, so that'll be interesting. Oh, well, that makes a team like the Dodgers stronger. You got Max Muncy in, in there every day, so, probably. And now. with that said, I was actually going to get to that next. Just for all you uh, you gamblers out there, the odds that I saw that came out today um, have the Dodgers as the favorites at plus 375, then the Yankees at plus 400, the Astros at plus 650, and then we get a little bit of a drop. The Braves at plus 1,300, the Twins at plus 1,600, the Rays at plus 1,800, and then after that you get teams like the Phillies, Nationals, Cardinals, Cubs, all at about 20 to 1. Uh but yeah, the Angels, your local Angels, for anybody listening who's a Angels fan, they are 33 to 1. But what makes this all interesting is these odds are actually even a little bit better than what they normally would be because you're not getting a full season. I mean, there's we see it lots of times when a team hangs around for 80, 90 games. You know, you see it a lot of times at the All-Star break, a team that's, you know, in second place or whatever, and then when it gets towards the end, they fall apart. But uh, I mean, this year, it's like you never know. I mean, you only got to worry about a 60-game season. It might be worth it to put a little bit of money on a team like 
like that, that's 30 to 1. Yeah. Because uh, if you base uh, what happened last year, the first 60 games, I don't think the Washington Nationals even make the playoffs. Oh, no. And that goes for the your hockey champions, too. The St. Louis Blues wouldn't have made yeah. the playoffs either, I don't think. So uh, there's, there, there's a team out there who probably wouldn't hold up over a 162-game schedule, but will sneak in and, you know, could, could do some damage. But we'll see, I think. Yeah. It's going to be tough for a team to get through the Dodgers because they have so much depth. Oh, especially now that they get a DH, which, yeah. you know, the universal DH is going to benefit them a lot. So, I mean, the Dodgers at plus 375, that's still not bad. I mean, almost four to one odds. I mean, I don't see I just don't see a team in the National League that can compete with them in a series. The I think the concern would be that a an injury would really hurt a team now if someone was out for 30 games. That's half the season right there. Yeah. So I think I mean, the yeah, Yankees the fifth, have to worry about that the more than The 15-day DL is almost a quarter of your yeah. season there. Or not a – yeah, about. Yeah, it would be if it – there's only a few off days, so. Yeah. Although I think – didn't they change – they might have changed that. Yeah, it's like know. the seven-day DL there's now There's a seven-one, but I think they might have – they probably do something different now. Uh, but it it's something. It's happening. Uh, I don't know what their standards are about testing and all that stuff because, as we've seen, just – the cases are going up and up in different parts of the country, but yeah. in a lot of places where I mean, there is baseball, Texas, Arizona, California, Florida, Florida, a lot of teams in those states. And I, I think though, I honestly feel like it's down to a point now where it's just people don't, it just doesn't seem like they care as much or bothers them as much. Like I remember when Donovan Mitchell on March, I think it was March 11th, when he got the coronavirus, no, I'm sorry, Rudy Gobert, when Rudy Gobert got it and it was just like, oh my God, Rudy Gobert got it. It's like, holy shit, like, there goes everybody's lives and, like, all this stuff. And now, it just, now it's just so casual, like, oh, 13 players from the Houston Texans test positive. And it's, like, it's just news now. And it's, like, it doesn't even, like, phase anybody anymore. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what it would take for them to end up getting to a point where they're just like, all right, this isn't going to happen. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. I think once they get the start, they're going to keep it started and uh, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, because... It doesn't sound like they're going to do like a thing where they're in one spot. The teams will be playing at their own stadiums, and it'll be like regular baseball. I imagine some places will actually have some fans, and some won't. Yeah, I was actually talking about that on uh, this past weekend with a with a friend of mine. That I said, like, you think about. I've been watching some of these sports on TV. I've been watching a lot of soccer the last couple days on TV, and they don't have any fans. But it's like when you're watching those games, you don't really like pay attention. Like soccer too, it's like your mind is like. Your eyes on the ball, your eyes on the moment. You're not really paying attention to the fans. And the cool thing that soccer does actually right now is they actually have the chance going on. And what they actually have going on too is they have these giant uh, like computer boards that have uh, Zoom like FaceTimes on it pretty much of live fans that are actually watching the game and their reactions and stuff. So if they were to score, they could go up to that score thing and like cheer yeah. and they would actually see the fans cheering with them as if they're there. So, I mean, that's cool for what it's worth, but... uh with baseball, though, I just feel like that's different. I mean, you're Mike Trout, and you're sitting there in center field, and you're looking. It's all your peripherals around you is to your right, to your left, straight ahead is just emptiness. And I think that's when it's going to be kind of like a trip. Like, it's just going to be hard. Like, it's Friday night. Like, that's the other thing, too. Are these games going to be at the normal times? I mean, are the Angels going to play at a Friday night at 7? And it's just like oh, Yeah, I don't nobody? know, actually. If I mean, gonna... at that point, it's almost like if I was the Angel, I'd rather be like, let me just play this game at 1 o'clock. Like, what does it matter? 4 o'clock. Well, TV. Yeah, I guess that's TV true. The TVs have this. their schedules. 
Yeah. But it just seems like so weird, like a lit up baseball stadium with just nobody. It'll be weird for um, home runs. So like baseball, um, I think football has this problem too, or it's a benefit where the crowd tells you what's happening before you really know what hap- happens. You know, when you see a guy swing and make contact and you hear the whole crowd cheer, sometimes you can tell it's gone. Sometimes the whole crowd thinks it's gone and it's mm-hmm. not. And it's always uh, kind of funny, but it's, it's similar to like football when you're watching a quarterback drops back and throws a pass you have no idea if it's going to be complete based on that camera angle at that moment. And you have to like kind of wait to see if actually the guy was open or not. Um, and the crowd sometimes will tell you beforehand. So we yeah. won't have that. Yeah. So home runs won't be nearly as exciting, I don't think. Oh, no, definitely not. But they'll count just as much. Yeah, that'll be interesting too. Is What I'm more interested in is, because you know you're going to hear about it, is 60, you know, 60 games. So it's like, let's say... Like what? What do you even think? Like the leading home run guy is going to be? Like oh yeah, thirty? Not, no, even, not 30. even thirty. I, I was no. going to say like, I, I, that sounded ridiculous. That would be a higher pace than Barry. Yeah, Bonds. so I would say like what twenty three or four or something like that. Yeah, I can see that a hot stretch. But see, that's the other thing I was going to say too. Is it's like, uh, well, that's the other thing too. Is you think about a closing game. You know, it's a full count, bottom of the ninth. You're the closer. You got a runner on first. You're up by one run, two outs, and it's like. You get when you you're able to turn that 96 mile an hour fastball to 98 because you're amped from the crowd. Now it's like there's no crowd. Yeah, you know, you a lot of times a lot of those pitchers like they feed off that crowd and they find some velocity that they maybe didn't know they had left that they're able to get going. So I don't know. It's going to be a. I just think baseball more than any other sport is going to be one of the ones that I think is going to be more weird. I just feel like if if I was playing it, I should say, like basketball, like you're running up and down the court. Yeah, it'll be weird, but it's like. I don't know. You're still just so fast and personal and your eyes are still focused, yeah, you're on, focused like, on other things and crowds. But baseball, I'm just saying like, if I'm sitting there, there's so much downtime, especially in the outfield. And it's like, you're looking around and you just see nothing. It's like, it's just crazy. But regardless though, I'm happy it'll be back. That'll be nice. You know, in July, you know, it's something finally for us gamblers to bet on again, because right now all you have is soccer and soccer is just, it's not the, it's not the same. I mean, it's hard to gamble on soccer, especially this late in the season because it's like the seasons are almost done in those sports and it's just like, I don't know if anyone cares again. Maybe once Champions League starts back up then maybe they'll get to actually have some fans toward the end of those because I know the French League already said they're going to have 5,000 fans in attendance when they start back up or something. So, yeah, well. And uh, it doesn't seem like anyone that I know of publicly has said, I'm not into this, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, um, no, they want to play. It's like, well, you know, remember Ian Snell said, I don't think it's worth coming back for half a year. Uh, Trevor Bauer, who's very vocal, uh, did say he's kind of disappointed in the deal they got. Not saying he doesn't want to play, but just said, like, we still are taking a risk with this, and we really didn't get anything out of it. We're just going to get paid what we would have. Um, and when I when I read that, I also saw he was in a, a Twitter battle with Aubrey Huff and Kurt Schilling as well. Who was Snell? Uh, Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer, of course just, he was, yeah. He loves to hear himself talk. He and you know sometimes I don't agree with him. Sometimes I do, and uh, you know I applaud him for at least speaking his mind. It's he makes it interesting. Oh yeah, no, Trevor Bauer is definitely. Uh, we've we've talked about Trevor Bauer for a while on the podcast now because he was one of those guys that, uh, or at least on the website, when he got injured a few years ago in the playoffs because he cut his finger on his drone and yeah. So that's what happened. That was one of the things. So he responded to Aubrey Huff and got in a fight with him, and Kurt Schilling jumped in and said like. I think as a guy who knows about play, pitching injured in the World Series, uh, you cost your team a game because of your stupid drone thing. And he's like, mm-hmm. 
we won that game. <laughs> so, like, uh, he's, it doesn't matter if he pitched poorly or not. He's going to, you know, he'll respond. And speaking of Trevor Bauer, I mean, that's one of those teams that I like this year, too, is those the Reds. I, I liked that before the season started. If we would have ever done a preview, it was like a dark horse to win the Central and be exciting because you do have Trevor Bauer, and then they have the Castillo and uh, Sonny Gray. And, and they signed people, which we'll go over at some point. I still yeah, have them in we'll, my notes. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do a preview once, like once this is official, official. I mean, it is official now, but I mean, things, especially this day and age, have been changing every 24 hours, so... We'll see that, but... Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. They went very Greek. They signed yeah. both Moustakis, Moustakis and Castellanos. Oh, fuck yeah. I forgot they had Castellanos, dude. God, I really do like that team this year. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, what, is, uh, what do we got next here to Let's discuss we move the sports on to world? Some NHL? Yeah, not, not that much to report other than uh, they said they've narrowed down the locations that they are considering which just is like a statement to put out there like, hey, we still want to do this, but as far as I know, there's no player agreement with them. They had that huge announcement. Everyone was excited for it, and then their announcement was, well, we're starting to think about it, and then you haven't heard a thing since. What was that, like two weeks ago? It was three weeks ago. More than that when they announced that plan for how they're going to do it, but I don't think there's been any agreement, so they're still like, hey, we might do it in Las Vegas, but probably Las Vegas, but also it could be somewhere else. could be LA still, but we don't know, so that's kind of what they said today. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. It just, I guess since it's not as visible of a sport that maybe we don't know as much, maybe there are guys out there saying like, yeah, this is happening. We're all set to agree to something. But as far as I know, there's no agreement. I mean, hockey, just make them all wear, wear a face shield. None of them touch anyone. I mean, they already are, but. Like a full, like the, not yeah. the cage where the, the That glass. goes all the way to the neck. Yeah. You're wearing gloves. helmet, yeah. That one. Yeah, I mean that. The only thing more, you know, self uh, quarantined is NASCAR. Yes. Yeah. Which is a transition into okay NASCAR because we talk. We're Andy, talking NASCAR now. NASCAR uh, resident NASCAR expert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cletus Jackson <laughs> is leading in points. Yeah. So uh, I believe in NAS- after the fourth race, NASCAR had some interesting uh, news this past weekend. Uh, they only have one African-American driver, and his name is Bubba Wallace. Which, and, which would fool me. That sounds... Yeah. I can go either way, actually. And uh, which is very close but to a... He had to be a NASCAR driver. Which is very close to a name a name of a golfer, Bubba Watson, yeah, who is the complete true. opposite true. looking. Very goofy looking, middle-aged white dude. But uh, anyway, Bubba Wallace it made headlines because... There was reported that a noose was found in his garage, his like NASCAR garage or whatever. So it was a big deal, obviously, as it should be if that was the case. And uh, they did a whole little ceremony thing for him. All the players like showed their support, walked up with him, and he got emotional, like which made you real feel like whatever it was that it was it was real. It was you know he was really going through something. But uh, the FBI investigated, and it came out today that. Uh, they said that it was not a noose, that it was, in fact, like a garage rope or something like that. Yeah. And on top of that, that rope has been in that garage, they said, since at least October. So this was nothing new. It had been in there for a while. So now it makes you wonder, was he behind this? Did he, like, say something? Or did one of his crew members just want to try to get him, like, publicized? And he did went on and did this himself and, like, wanted to report it because... When you see Bubba Wallace 
in any of the videos, he was very, very emotional. And you could tell whatever he was feeling or going through was real. So I think he has a right to be uh, sensitive about this because he, he has gotten hate, whether this thing was real or not. There, he's definitely experienced stuff because this has been an ongoing thing for a couple of weeks. Like he said he was going to kneel. And I mean, as you know, NASCAR is very yeah. popular in the South, which has yeah, they, worse issues. They, uh, banned the Confederate flag and one NASCAR driver quit because of that. Yeah. So they definitely do have their, uh, their real grown born and raised Southern boys in that sport. A lot of them are actually like, I would say like 90% of them are. So I know a lot of people want to compare this to, uh, Jussie Smollett and it doesn't, I don't think this is a case where they totally fabricated this because, uh, the thing did was, was there. Yeah. And it does look like, I mean, it was very, very small, but it did look like it could be, I don't think somebody, I think when we first hear it, we think like, oh, a full-blown noose, like this could fit around someone's neck. But I think more so what it felt like was somebody had created a little noose and to be like, you know, as a symbol as to be like, hey, like, you know, like this is NASCAR, this is the South type thing. But uh, yeah, it ended up, you know, it's just kind of crazy to think though that it wasn't a noose and that it was uh, all the way from October that it's been in the garage, which means somebody knew it was in there. Somebody knew well, what it was. Whoever reported it, yeah. I feel like knew what it was, unless like somebody really reported it. No, out. no, I saw it. Like, I think my garage has one of those. It's basically, oh, you tie, you, you tie off cuts. the end, you tie off the end in the loop so it's easier to pull down to so yeah. get a grip on it. it mm. Yeah. It, it appears to be very innocent. This is nothing like that. And and it doesn't look like a noose traditionally with the no, it doesn't. twisting around. But I, this day and age, I don't know anything about nooses. I don't think, I don't know how effective noose. one is as a knot. I don't know. But um, I've definitely seen in like my garage, there's a little rope and it has a loop at the end. Yeah. Rather than just pulling the rope, you can put your hand in there. And that's what this was. So, mm. um, I don't think this is the, the end of uh, this story with him because um, now this has gotten even bigger and something else will happen. So the, the, there's already people saying like, fuck it, we're bringing the flag back in next week or whenever they do their thing. <laughs> Keeping so. a NASCAR relevant in the news, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, it was it's one of the only things in town right now. And by town, I mean not our towns, obviously. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, except I think Fontana has one race. They have a, a year, raceway like, over there the in uh, the Long Beach Grand Prix. That's not NASCAR. That's I mean, totally it's still car thing. racing. Oh, it's, there's there's a difference between NASCAR. There's and a racing. huge difference, <laughs> and I was actually watching Ford versus Ferrari over the weekend. Came to HBO. Yeah, and um, I would watch NASCAR if they made it not in a circle and didn't make every car look like a goddamn Ford Fusion. I mean, Why can't they look like cool cars? Why do they look like dumb, stupid pieces of they're shit? They're stock cars. That's literally yeah, what they're why? supposed to look like. And that's what they're supposed to look like. I don't know. Right? That's not appealing to me. Yeah. The only, so I'll I watch have, uh, Formula U all day long. If you start watching the NASCAR after seven beers, then it's fine because time goes by. It's like nine also, hours. Also, if you just put money on it. And it also seems like there's a delay every like 13 laps. Yeah. Like somebody crashes or something or like something happens and it's a caution for like four laps. And then, I don't know. I mean, I've been gambling about tw- like the last like 10, 12 years of my life. And I will say that NASCAR, I've never gambled on, I don't think. And it, those sports like NASCAR and golf, I kind of wish I would do more of and just kind of be like, you know, look at some stuff and just kind of see. Because it's like the first place got the guys that are favorites are always still like three to one odds or four to one odds. So it's like you definitely do get value in those. And I remember talking about it last year with golf, like the, the last, the last few major champions last year were like 
one of them was like 40 to one or 50, 30 to one or something, not counting like Tiger Woods. But there was a stretch where there was like guys that were winning those tournaments that were like 40 to one, 50 to one. And it's like, it's always kind of worth putting a little bit of money down on some like long, long shot in golf. And then even finding someone in the top five, you know, that's like six to one or five to one and putting a little bit of money on. But uh, NASCAR, I just don't know if I could sit there and watch them do laps. Yeah, don't make it long. in a circle, you know. Well, I know with NASCAR, it is like, I mean, you actually ran races, so you know. Um, they basically do the equivalent of jogging for four hours. Yeah. And then for the last 10 minutes, they actually get into their sprint. Yeah. And that, that could be exciting. Because oh, yeah. That's no, when I, people start taking chances. And I'm saying even there. if I had money on it, a race that had 250 laps, I'd want to tune in for the last, like, 50, yeah. probably. You could, you could skip. I don't need to see the, the first 200 laps. Yeah. yeah, I can go run to the store or something. <laughs> well, that's our... Uh, yearly NASCAR bet. I don't think we've ever really touched on that, but here, here, huh? What is it? Is it still called the Sprint Cup or something? It One was like the Sprint is, Cup. I think. I think it is. But isn't Sprint gone? Um, I don't know if that merger is official. I don't know. I think anymore. there's still like T-Mobile no, Sprint. Sprint. Okay, so Sprint was the guy who was Verizon and he pretended now he's not or something, right? Or is so that the opposite? Remember Sprint that guy? took Verizon's guy. The Can You Hear Me Now guy. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Sprint must still be in business because I still have seen that, right? Yeah, so they were talking about no, doing he's, the he's merger. At Verizon now. Oh no, Sprint has him now. That's yeah, right. he used to be Verizon. Uh, it was a big free agent acquisition. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Honestly, in, in ten year deal. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. It's just one of those things that takes like five years for lawyers to read shit. Well, I think the government has to approve it and all that stuff. I think they did. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, that's uh, the sprint stuff. Let's yeah, move tech on. Tech news. Should we uh, get over to some soccer action? Yeah, so uh, like we uh, said last week, all like the major soccer leagues are back except for the French League, which I believe is coming back. Don't quote me on this, but I, I want to say early July or something, but I know when they come back, they said they're going to have about 5,000 fans in attendance. So I don't know if they're like purposely waiting to come back so they can have fans or... I think it's just the French. That's how they yeah. are. They're probably all just, you know, even their baguettes and yeah. red wine. Yep. There's and no reason to come back. So uh, anyway, Andy and I always like to update you on our boy, Haaland. He scored two goals this past weekend for Dortmund. And uh, in the other leagues, the Italian league did come back. Uh, Ronaldo got a goal this past weekend. He had a penalty kick, I believe yesterday, actually, on Monday. And, uh, but the other, the big league though is the premier league. And, uh, I've been vocal on here before that I am a Liverpool supporter and they have not, they drew zero, zero in their first game back on the road to Everton. So, uh, still kind of struggling. It seems like they were kind of struggling before all this happened. And, uh, now they're, uh, still, it seems like not doing well, but, uh, their number one player Salah didn't play. So for whatever that's worth, but, uh, they do play tomorrow against crystal palace and they only need like Four or five Sick points name. to win. Uh, I want them to win. Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah, they only have I mean, to. That sounds like a strip club to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a church or anything, but definitely a strip club. But uh, they uh, just need a few more points, I believe, to clinch it. And uh, Manchester City played yesterday, and they had a they won easily five zero against Burnley, but there was some controversy in that game as. They did what every what most teams have done so far at the start of their game, which is kind of like good on a knee and do like a moment of silence to the Black Lives Matter movement. And as they did that, moments after they did that, a plane flew over their stadium that said White Lives Matter Burnley. So it was obviously someone from the Burnley support system. And uh, I was told that Burnley is actually one of the most racist 
areas in England. So it's a very racist area from what I've been told. And uh, that's just obviously it's very insensitive depending on whatever you believe in. It's like, you know, it shouldn't bother you that much that you have to go do that. But they did. And uh, I don't know what the outcome has been of it, but I do know it became a police investigation, which is also kind of ironic. But again, the police force in Europe isn't quite like it is in America. You know, they, I think yeah. they're okay with their yeah, police officers out there. Fuzz. <laughs> yeah. yeah, their police officers aren't out there killing a lot of uh, black people. So I think the cow is uh, out of the yard again. <laughs> So, uh, but anyway, that's, uh, not too much has been happening as far as I know. Like the Liverpool is going to eventually win this league. They're up by like 20, by like 20 points with a handful of games left. Uh, the Italian league Juventus looks like they're still going to stay in charge, but the La Liga is actually the one that's close. Uh, Barcelona is two points ahead of Real Madrid and Real Madrid play tomorrow and they, uh, play a much less superior team than them. So they should... Um, easily win tomorrow and get three more points and go a point ahead of uh, of uh, Real Madrid. I mean, Barcelona. Actually, I think they'd be tied with them. I'm sorry. They're three points behind now. That's what it is. Yeah, they'd be tied with them. But uh, that'll be a good finish in La Liga, especially because Barcelona and Real Madrid are always historical matchups, especially when Ronaldo was at uh, Madrid. But even still, they still hate each yeah. other. It's the Yankees, Red Sox pretty much. It's Dodgers, Giants. But, uh, yeah, I mean, not uh, too much crazy stuff happening in the soccer world. I mean, I think a lot of this is going to end soon. But what we did get an update on, which I uh, think we said last week we thought wouldn't happen, and I saw it literally later that night or the next day, but the Champions League is coming back. Yeah. So August it's going to be only August. eight teams this time? or Well, I mean, it's still where it's left off at. Which Oh, they but were, they're not doing, like, they were already series. They were already down to, like, the quarterfinals. Or about to be down to the quarterfinals. I think they were like a day away or a week away from being down to the quarterfinals or something. I think I saw that they're not it's, not... it's reduced a bit in some way, I thought. I don't know. I mean, they were already down Where? to like... They were only down yeah. to like eight teams about already anyway. So maybe they're not going to... Maybe they're only playing one game and not a series. That's what I think, but... Yeah, maybe no aggregate. Maybe just one game. I don't know. Should have done the research. I apologize. Yeah, no, but I mean, the main thing is that it's coming back. It's August 7th. I mean, once it gets closer to that, we can give you more details about it. So it's not that big of a deal. Not the end of the world. Yeah, there's time. But yeah, I think that's it for the soccer chatter. And uh, So we'll close here with uh, the latest in basketball, which isn't a whole lot. But they are uh, doing testing right now for the coronavirus because uh, they're set to leave for Orlando soon. So if someone tests positive... They need to not leave because they still got to wait 14 days before they can head over there. Um, and right now, one of the players who has been tested and tested positive is Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. And he is actually not in Denver. He is still in Europe, you know, back home. So he won't be able to leave Europe yet until, you know, the 14 days. Um, and I think you should all expect a lot of people to test positive. Uh, I saw something that they said some two people from the Suns have already tested positive. And I saw another story that said one Western Conference playoff team had four players test positive. And there's not a lot of players on each team. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty big. Um, another story is uh, so Davis Bertans, who I think uh, we all enjoy his three-point shooting. Yeah, what team is he on? The Wizards? The Wizards, who are eligible for this. They're, they're going to be playing. Mm. He has decided not to play out of you know safety concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it makes sense because that team is... So far them. out of it. They have a, yeah. a very slim chance of actually 
uh, doing something in the little return to actually get into the playoffs. So that's why even. the guys so. that have been the most vocal about like we shouldn't do this are the guys that are on the bad teams. And I don't blame them because there really is. I mean, you even look at the standings. Vegas is basically telling you there's only three teams that are going to win this thing. And it's either going to be the Lakers, Clippers, or Bucks. And they're probably not wrong. I mean, there's it is going to be one of those three teams. So I, I don't blame some of these teams like the Wizards. If Bertans, maybe he does see his parents a lot, or maybe he has a newborn baby at home or something like that, or his wife maybe has health issues, like maybe she has asthma or something. And it's like, I don't blame him for like, why would you want to risk playing for a team that you know probably isn't even going to get to the playoff part, let alone make yeah. a run? So I think you are going to start seeing that a lot because some of these guys, they probably are kind of like, hey, like, what about our safety? You know, like we're we're a team that's not going to compete. We're not going to do well. But but then again, but then you'll have some of those guys out there that maybe think like, no, we can compete because there will be no fans. There's no home court. So why can't a seven seed beat a two seed and maybe make a run? You know, I think yeah. you'll see that more so in hockey because hockey already has like six, seven, eight seeds make runs. So now that there's no fans, you can really see you see that. But basketball really is. You know, the momentum of the fans and stuff. You see it all the time in playoff games, but uh, but we'll see. You know, I mean, it'll be, you know, it's at least it's something coming yeah. back, I guess. But uh, it'll be very interesting to see how it is because it'll literally be like a summer league game except less fans. <laughs> I, I do. I am curious about if anyone, anyone else is going to say anything. Uh, Tr- Trevor Reza has decided not to play. Um, what team is he on again? Por- Suns? Portland. Oh, he's on Portland. That's right. He has a oh. very personal reason, and that is he's said he's going through a custody battle for his child and is you know busy dealing with that. And it's again, he's not on a contender really. Portland might make a run, could do something fun, but they're not even guaranteed a playoff spot at this point. They're they're fighting for the eighth seed, so yeah, I, I understand that completely. But I wonder if anyone else or anyone one more um, high profile. DeMarcus Cousins has said he's not going to come back. He was was he uh, on a team? He was eligible to sign with someone mm. because the Lakers had actually officially cut him. Um, he's already able to come back if, and play if he was on a team, though. He said he's not going to come back. He still wants to rehab. He doesn't want to mm. risk yeah that uh, anything Why for this. It? Well, he's been know. he gets hurt way too often too. Like yeah. he came back last year and got hurt or something like that or whatever it was or cut kind of hurt. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean he seemed like even after he was cut, he was still hanging out with the Lakers. That yeah, they cut him not because they wanted to, because they needed the roster spot for some acquisition. I forgot what it was. Yeah, LeBron's so. probably telling him to stick around. He yeah, never LeBron's before. handing him cash on the table, like yeah. You're coming back next year for one million dollars. You can drive my car. Here's for now. ten million dollars. <laughs> he he never played with the Lakers this year, did he? No, no. we never got to see. He him got hurt in like it was like August or July. Or something. Yeah, yeah really Bahamas or some bullshit. He had already signed with the Lakers before he got hurt, obviously, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing him like play some pickup games and being like, "Damn, he looks good." And then, I remember also saying, "I was like, oh." I'm going to have to like this guy now. Well, remember, too, when DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis were together just like two years ago, three years ago, it was like, oh, shit, man, that's an unstoppable duo. It's like they were going to be together again, but with LeBron James this time. But yeah. uh, we'll They did know. end up signing Dwight Howard because of that, and Dwight Howard's been a pleasant surprise yeah, for them. Yeah, that's very so. true. But Dwight Howard also has said, I thought, that he doesn't want to play. But is he... He hasn't, he hasn't said anything yet. He, he did say that, but then I think he came back and kind of said, like, no, I think basketball needs us, which in my opinion is LeBron James LeBron got on the phone yeah. hey, and man. said, hey, man. We're all in this together, but we you, we we're gonna win this thing for the movement, and we need you. And I don't think there was enough energy behind the Kyrie stuff. He wasn't Kyrie was not alone, but I don't think he had yeah. enough people behind him. But him and Avery Bradley, I mean LeBron James. If LeBron James wants to go, he's gonna make sure his entire team is there. He'll call them up personally and make mm-hmm. sure, like, hey, you're playing. We he need could you. insure all these people as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever he wants to do. Hey, Space Jam Five, you're the star, Avery. <laughs> you can be in it. Yeah, Avery Bradley. Yeah, uh, cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You'll be the voice. But you're going to get paid $15 million for it, okay? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated on this as uh, things come in. I mean, that Jokic thing literally happened a few hours ago, at least. And he's uh, from the ESPN. same country where Djokovic, right? Serbia? I believe so. Brother. Yeah. Brothers. Djokovic, the best tennis player. One of the...